Hi friends! Hello! It is Coco and Cake. I'm Cake. I'm Coco. Um, I normally stream on Twitch and you guys are friends from uh, Twitch, the community. Some people ask about podcasts or mm -hmm. uploading my videos and... I'm, I've always secretly wanted to do a podcast. Really? Yeah. I just never had felt like I had enough to talk about. But now I do. <laughs> so yeah, I, I thought what better to do is... Um, me and you always talk about stuff. Yeah, especially with your stream now. It's focused on relationship stuff and general well-being stuff. We tend to talk about this stuff a lot more now. Yeah, like the, the topics from our stream. We have like post-stream discussions. Wrap-ups. <laughs> our brains don't stop. So. No. no. Um, so I thought it'd be fun for us to talk about things. Things that we might have a normal conversation about anyways. Yes. And people get more cake then because everyone wants more cake. Everybody wants cake. A friend of ours, MC, MC Cool, M. Cole, stated that pie is better than cake. That's horrifying. That's horrifying. But anyways. <laughs> anyways. Um, MC Cool, if you're listening to this, shame on you. Um, <laughs> I wanted to talk about... Uh, people think I'm a pretty positive person, and I can, I can see the downsides in life. Like, sure. the difficulties, the struggles, things that are difficult and hard. But I try to view the, the opportunities for growth. Mm -hmm. an, op an optimistic view of life. Like, what you know? can you do with mm -hmm. it, right? Like, mm -hmm. this might suck, this might be incredibly hard, but where is the opportunity for something better that... Like, even, like, negative emotions. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're sad, that's something inside of you being, psst. Yeah, I don't think... I think our culture doesn't do a good job of no. understanding that. And we go, our world is supposed to be... Our emotional world is supposed to be this placid, even... Like yes, zen, zen, lack of any negativity, and I yeah. think that does massive disservice to us. And then, like, people. then if you have any feelings that don't feel lovely, like it's a, it's like something's wrong with you. Oh, and yes. it's not like a, like you know, if we're hungry, we're not like, oh no, I'm hungry. <laughs> yes. You know, I don't, I got water, but I can't tell anybody that I'm thirsty because it's so embarrassing to be needing water at this moment. Yeah, like, oh, I need to eat something. It's been like eight hours. <gasps> Coco, how dare you be hungry? I don't want to be in a relationship with someone who gets hungry. I know. Regu like, regularly? Exactly. No. Like, no. all the time? What's wrong with you? <laughs> um, and we're, like, we're human, too, right? Yes. Like, so... Last time I checked. Right. Although some people have called me a robot before, so... Really? Yeah. Oh. Well, until you, until Coco, oh, I was yeah, very okay, robotic so. and very... I'm Mr. Science, and I don't have emotions. I was, I was the thing we're talking about. <laughs> um, I don't think you were that bad, but I, I could see. Yeah, it's not saying. that bad. But. Um, but having sorrow or longing or frustration or anxiety or conflict or in a con relationship, conflict in a relationship, while it's not, yay! Yes. <laughs> Here comes the depressive part. <laughs> this is my favorite time of day when I get morbidly depressed. Um, no, but there's information in that. Absolutely. And sometimes malcontent is what pushes us to make change. Absolutely. Like sometimes that change is like horrifying and you're lost and you're floating around the ether and you feel like it's this existential crisis of nothingness confronting yes. <laughs> whether or not you exist. No big deal. <laughs> it's totally cool. Totally awesome. Um, but I think there's opportunity in there. Absolutely. Especially like in relationships where conflict comes in. A lot of times in relationships that is the forge that yeah. a strong relationship comes out of. Yeah. You know? Um, I, you know, everybody sees us on stream and they think, wow, they're so happy and they're so wonderful. And which we are, we are. Which we <laughs> absolutely are. But we've gone through shit. We've gone through lots of shit and we've put in a lot of time and a lot of effort. And we've, we've like I use forge literally, like you pound the steel into something that's like wonderful and useful in what you're going for. We've done that. Yeah. You know, we've gone through difficult times and we've learned a lot from them. And I think people have this concept that like a good relationship will prevent hard times. Yes, that's a good point. Or, preventing it. Yeah. Or like a good relationship, when the hard times come, you'll just sail through the hard times. Yes. And If they even ever come. Even if they ever exist. Because like if you're a good relationship, like they're just happy. Yeah, you it's, know? it's like Hollywood. You just bounce from one wonderful moment to the next and forever. And in fairness, like we don't always see those happy couples. Absolutely. In those moments. Because mm -hmm. often it can be very understandably rightfully so, very private affairs. Absolutely. And very private struggles that we don't always want to 
live stream when I was joking like if, if Twitch creative was like legitimately like the real artistic process there would be live yeah. streams of like the artist laying on the floor crying <laughs> here's my weekly stream of me not being able to do anything and being in tears and broken down yeah like destroying their canvas and like crying and be like I'm worthless. Is this the creative you wanted? Because this is what you're getting. This is the real creative. <laughs> like every artist has been there, and like yes. every relationship has their own, you know, dark night of the soul mm -hmm. in one form or the other. They don't all look the same. Yes, and we don't. And like you were saying, we don't. People don't get to see these strong relationships in those moments because they are private, and yes. they and people don't necessarily want to share that with the world. And let's be frank, like you said with Twitch Creative. If you have a couple that looks happy, as the viewer doesn't necessarily also want to watch the awkwardness <laughs> of the uncomfortable, difficult moments. Lay on the floor naked crying. Yeah, right. And not because they're, you know, it's just they're watching it for entertainment. Yeah. But it still is important for things like this to note that, like, you can be it happy. It exists. Yes. But that, like you're saying, there are extremely important things for the health of a long-term relationship. And I think the point that you made about it being forged mm -hmm. so it is like this crappy like ore with like these other minerals in it that are <laughs> helpful and yeah. it needs to be smelted down and and the, the ore that you want to, to forge out of it needs to be like i don't know purified strained whatever mm -hmm. the hell get the get the garbage out of it <laughs> yes. i'm clearly not a blacksmith <laughs> <You're clearly> not <laughs> that a is not what i stream on twitch creative <laughs> it's blacksmithing um but um, it, it, it's not that you were perfect and then you went through those things and of course you handled it wonderfully. Yes. A lot of times in those crises that arise, your ass shows. Mm -hmm. You know, like you mm -hmm. show your ass, you, you act like an ass, like you struggled, you screwed up, um, both of you screwed up. Um, some situations might be one person, another situation might be someone else. Some situations are both y'all. Yes, more often well, than most not, of them are. Yes, yes. <laughs> both shitting the um, bed at the same time. Yeah, it takes two to tango. Yes, kind of. Um, and it's through that moment that you become mm -hmm. a really powerful couple. It's through or um, friendship or relationship. yeah, whatever person it's, even. Yeah, it's through those things of those struggles and reflection and negotiation mm -hmm. that you become that really fantastic, more powerful, stronger thing than you were, you were not before. Yeah. What do you think it takes from each person to, to make the most of those situations? Well, and I always... <laughs> it's funny. I always talk about this in my stream about the importance of mindfulness and awareness. Yes. And as much as yes. I hate that, like I've always like a laugh. I'm like, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> with ADHD, it's um, it's not the greatest thing for me. But um, you can't diagnose and problem solve the situation if you if you haven't assessed it or not aware of the problem. Yeah. Right. So like if you're a computer virus. You're like, um, I don't know what the virus is. I don't know where it's located. I yeah. don't know How the do files. I get rid of this thing I don't know exists? Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know exists and I don't know what it is. Then you can't really go about remedying it, right? right? Um, so to be self-aware of, like, like the feeling of sorrow, mm -hmm. noticing mm -hmm. it. Yeah, I think, I know in my own personal experience, in my early growth in our relationship, even just in relationships I was in before and just in life was I struggled with noticing things seeing things being aware of things you know and that is absolutely the first step because i you know people listen or people see other relationships and they don't they go how do how do i make something out of these difficult times how do i do that and i think that's a good point being able to first identify what is the problem like and what that, what is it that you feel to so the prob the, the problem yes is like sometimes people externalize the problem like um i had someone on our stream the other day who brought up a really great experience, uh, not for them, but a really great scenario uh, for a challenge that kind of reminds me of this topic, which was um, they have a, 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 a girlfriend, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. he had bought a home. I think he completely paid it off. Oh, wow. Like, owned the home. This was the pinnacle of his life's work. Mm -hmm. And they were in love, and they wanted to live together. And, well, she could move into the house. That sounds normal. And she said, very understandably, <clears throat> um, I don't want to do that. I wanted, 
I my vision for a relationship is to have a home that we buy together mm-hmm. and set up ourselves. Oh, okay. So I don't want to live in your home. So of course it's a problem though because he bought owns, it outright. <laughs> owns a home. And yeah, he put all his money into that <laughs> yes. and and that was and that was an impasse and so the short thing is well how do you navigate that? Yeah. And I and it kind of brings us to what we're saying is mm-hmm. it's not really about the problem isn't just like what home yeah, right. It's not Where do the you live? contents of the issue, right? It's what are your needs? Yeah. That's what I, I welcomed him to think about. Like, like, so you have financial needs, like to not lose everything. Yes. That you invested. <laughs> like if you sold it now, yes. if you lost every penny, that would be a problem. So there's some right. concrete material needs. Mm-hmm. But I encourage them to sit down together at the table and kind of just put their emotions and feelings and needs on the table. Mm-hmm. Not because we're going to make a decision or arm wrestle, but... Um, and for her to say, what does it mean for her to buy a home with a partner? Yeah, yeah. Um, what is it that she needs about that? Is to feel accomplished, to feel like equal, to feel like she can, she too can um, look at the home and say, "I've created this," or yeah. or maybe she really wants to decorate or pick out a home. Absolutely. Um, and to to really like get into the nuance because. We're very simple creatures, but yes. we're very complex creatures. <laughs> We'd like to think we're simple, but then we're this roiling boil of complexity underneath it. Yeah, and yeah. and sometimes to like unpack those emotions and those needs. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sad. Well, what is the need that the sorrow is saying? Yeah, which I think is a really good point because a lot of times we get lost in the content of what we're arguing about or what we're having a difficulty with, you know. And we just in that scenario you described, you know the the forge while they're busy forging and things are burning and things are in trouble and difficult can be about well this makes logical sense but i want that house or i like this house or but i paid for this house and in relationships as we've learned right so much of all that content is just like trying to a coded way to get our needs met but like you said going back to the awareness point is being aware of what those needs are what you desire what you're looking for you know, um, and then, but then the hard part, right, is what is sharing those. Yeah. Which that's the real force. That's that's and that, yeah. That, I think that's like the the real like once you put it in the fire, yes. like and you're kind of hammering it out. I hope there's no blacksmiths listening to this. They're gonna be like, these people don't know what they're talking about. But. <laughs> like, this is now a blacksmithing podcast. <laughs> Welcome. Um, neither of us have ever blacksmithed anything. Is blacksmith anything? Yes. No. Blacksmithed. <laughs> just, just ignore us. Anyway, um, we we my, the extent of my blacksmithing is in Skyrim. Yes, right. So take that for what it might be. The first house with the guy. Yes, he's like, come outside, build me an iron dagger, and then you like stole all the stuff in the basement. And you're like, thanks, guys. Yes, but back to the topic um, at hand. So I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um, that that that, that oh, you're saying that that awareness. Yes. And, and the sharing your feelings, the vulnerability is the... Well, and I thought you brought a really, really important thing, which I think can fly over under the radar for people, mm-hmm. which is we argue facts and, like, logic and, like, it's it's like, well, this is the schedule and this is the time and this right. is the house and this is the finances, which it is about those things. Like, yes. money matters, time matters. Absolutely. Um, who's watching the children matters. Mm-hmm. Um did you come to my recital matters, blah, blah, blah. These yes. things matter, okay? But there are also vehicles for which we experience emotions about the other person. Yes. And so it's about the recital, yes, about whether or not the person showed up at your graduation, mm-hmm. yes. But it's also about how you feel unseen or mm-hmm. unimportant or you feel undervalued, or you feel like a secondary person, or yeah. you don't feel as important, or you feel this tremendous need that you're afraid to express for the other person, Absolutely. or um, you have the need to feel important and accomplished and um, valuable, or you feel the need to contribute, mm-hmm. or um, maybe you feel the need to earn your keep, and. I don't feel like I'm contributing anything because I just live in your house. And then, I'm, then oh, no, what if I'm expendable then? Right, um, right. There's, like, these these fears and emotions beneath these circumstances. Mm-hmm. 
which are so vulnerable and can be so scary. So it's easier to talk about the, the house vehicle. and the argue about the facts because if someone just agrees to the facts, then the problem's solved. Right. So you either give up and say I'm right, or I yes. say you're right. I mean, that's the but that's the joke of marriage, right? The joke of marriage is just say let's just say she's right and everything will yeah, be fine. Or just yeah. You know what I mean? That's the joke. Well, if you just acknowledge your wife is correct, then there will never be a marriage problem. Yeah, and it's like, like a happy husband. Or da, 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 yeah. You know. And it's not, but like you're saying, which are both very heteronormative. But yes, yes, they, yes. Uh, but like you're and saying, obnoxious. That, and obnoxious, very obnoxious. Yes. Um, but like you're saying, the thing that's the thing that really makes those difficult times become these things that are, you know, very important and growing experiences and bonding experiences in your relationship is if you have, at least in my experience, the guts to talk about those feelings underneath it oh yeah you know that's where the rubber meets the road so to speak where you turn this difficult time into this moment that you look back 10 years on and go man i'm so proud of us for how we handled that situation Mm -hmm. you know and that's the how you do it right that's the at least for us for our experience well i I would right and it's it's a kind of like a theoretical approach to Mm -hmm. like like couples and relate marriage or even like any kind of like interpersonal dynamics is um sharing that vulnerable beneath because mm-hmm. and the theory is and, and i agree with this is <clears throat> if you are talking to someone or you're connected with someone who somewhere in there even if you're in the middle of arguing and you feel like strangling each other mm-hmm. um that person loves you and cares for you somewhere yes now not everyone loves and cares for you That's so true. some people are like I don't care what you're... You can be vulnerable and emotional and people are like... That's a whole nother talk. And how yeah, to deal with people who... Don't care. Stomp on your emotional vulnerability. <laughs> yeah. Um, but when you're in a relationship where you both care, it, it sometimes... And, and Oh, and I also want... There's a little tangent too. The concept of... It's not you against each other. Right. It's the two of you together facing a challenge. Which is so easy to lose sight of. Yeah. And... and so even if the challenge is like within one person, like I have chronic pain, yeah. and um, sometimes I'm going to ask you to do things to help me, and I don't like asking you to do things, but sometimes you need to do that, and sometimes it might be difficult for you, mm-hmm. but it's not you versus my request. It's you and me dealing with what is this third thing, which is Coco's chronic pain. Yes. And in this situation, like how do you kind of connect to that empathy? Like how do you, and then us versus this third thing which is mm-hmm. that emotional vulnerability and yeah. connecting yeah. your feelings because a person like i was saying that has compassion for you that loves you that cares about you in a healthy a relatively healthy relationship mm-hmm. whether that's family friends loved one when you open your heart and you're like here's my soft vulnerable fragile yes scared, sometimes broken, sometimes sad or hurting. The thing that I don't want to show anybody. Yeah. The thing that you you might feel like, this is the last thing I didn't show anyone. This yep. is horrifying. I, I don't even like admitting to myself that it yes. exists. How could you possibly love me if I have this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And when you show yourself, show that part of yourself to someone who loves you, then that's the opportunity for them to see you. Yes. And to look at you like, I want to connect with you in a supportive, nurturing way. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if, you, if a little like child walks up to you with tears in their eyes and says, I'm really sad because something sad happened today and here's what it is. And that's a child that you love and care about. Yeah, you want to reach up and grab them and pick them up and support them. And, and yeah, and that's like you're saying, the point about it's us versus this this difficulty not the other way you know us versus this difficulty and not us versus each other when someone shows their vulnerability oftentimes even though we feel like this is going to be the time that we get destroyed right we show our vulnerability this is going to be the worst thing but that oftentimes sometimes gets through the content that you are arguing with with the other person and lets them see you as oh it's us Mm -hmm. you know yeah, and you're not trying to arm wrestle me over a house. You're not trying to like, like, force me to doing this thing. Like, right. you should show up to my things and blah right. blah blah. And it, but it's about 
I'm I'm scared or small, and I care about you. Yeah. And I have a lot of feelings for you, and you're important to me. Mm -hmm. And because you're so important to me, because I love you so much, sometimes your unintentional things can hurt me. Yeah. And then the other person can go, oh, my goodness, yeah. you know, or like I want to be important to you, or I want you to see me this way, mm -hmm. or. And then that's the opportunity for in the in the in a compassionate setting to compassionate people to go, oh, yeah, and to see your little like hurt child inside of you, yeah, and to pick that up, yeah. and to and to love that part of you, and to to nurture and soothe that part of you, and then approach the facts. Then you yes. can then you can reapproach yeah. the facts. <clears throat> then you can discuss the house, and then and oftentimes, even for the individual who. You know, oftentimes we have our own desires or our own thoughts of, I want things to be this way. But then sometimes when you share those emotions and those fears or those vulnerable feelings about why you want it to be that way and what if it isn't that way, sometimes that opens the door greatly to compromise about yeah. things, right? Because you go, okay, sometimes sharing that emotional weight produces kind of a, a release enough that then you can approach yeah. the content of like, and like you said, I think your insight was great there, which was that allows us to lock in together and then we can turn and look at this content and decide how we're going to deal with this content. And maybe what I thought I wanted was just I really wanted to express these feelings. Yeah. And I'm actually okay with that you have a house and there's actually some really good positive things about you owning that. And maybe I don't, maybe what I needed out of us getting a house together was just to share those feelings. Mm -hmm. And then we connect on those things and then maybe that changes how you see things or maybe it makes it stronger. Yeah. But then it allows you to deal with that content in a way that you can actually solve the issue and yeah. then, you know, move forward into having this be a thing that was bonding. You know, like mm -hmm. they talk about, you know, soldiers in war, like you have these the difficult times are what bond you sometimes a lot more than even than the positive times because the positive times are easy to get through them yeah and you don't you know like when i go oh when you really thought i wrote a great paper there yeah that was nice but that's not necessarily the thing that you look back on and go well that made me really trust you yeah you know what i mean, I mean that like, those me things feel... those incrementally build trust yes, absolutely versus this really dynamic mm -hmm. and i i want to like say something you said that was really ingenious there which was about um handling the stuff beneath you know yeah. what i mean like um you were kind of getting at something that i was my mind was kind of dancing around which was some sometimes the 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 facts that we're arguing about mm -hmm. we're arguing about that because we're trying to like manage and self-protect yeah right things those emotional things right. beneath it so let, like let's say like i don't know you were gonna take a job where you were traveling all the time or something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I was like, oh no. And like your income greatly increased or something. And I was like, oh no. What if he thinks I'm not contributing enough? Or what if he forgets yeah. about me and I'm not cool now or something? And now I'm scared. And I'm then like, if I wasn't being open, I could say, I don't want you to take this job. It's a bad idea. And here's all the facts as to why you, it's a bad idea. Like, you don't have kids, but like, you won't be around for the kids and blah, 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 blah. And right. this is ridiculous. And um, you hate flying, and you know then what? And like, and like, I argue these facts, but really, I'm just maybe pushing those because deep down, mm -hmm. I'm terrified that if you change or you become this and the other, that you won't love me as much, or you'll view me differently, or I won't be good enough, yeah. or like there's these these fears. So. I, shit, if I'm already worried that I'm not good enough, I can't tell you I no. can't tell you If that. I tell you I'm worried that I'm not good enough, then I'm like double not good enough. Yeah, because we're both operating in this world where we're supposed to be perfect and blemish-free. And yeah. so, oh God, what if I'm like a massive, feel like a giant, one giant blemish? I can't share that. Right, right. Yeah. If my, if my worries that I'm a blemish, then I talk about being feeling like a blemish, then I'm like, oh geez, I'm just like useless. Yeah. But the the trick though is like, so they like, how do you go about this? Like, it sounds like... um this like this like catalytic like this metaphysical transformation yeah yeah, yeah yeah um but really like share like the, just getting down and like sharing those emotions mm -hmm. what's underneath that like yeah. i'm i'm really afraid like mm -hmm. it, i know it seems like a really stupid worry and and i i know it's irrational but i feel really worried that blah 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 yeah. and 
That's Kitty. Kitty, sorry, that's our cat. He he eats and then he like Screams. declares that he exists. Yes. So Kitty exists to the wider world. So please validate him with your acknowledgement. Yeah. Um I forgot what I was saying. But oh the um the the sharing those things. Mm-hmm. Like and you kinda share them and the person can go, Oh, and then you could say what you need from them. Absolutely. Like I think I need your reassurance that da 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 And that's a whole other issue, right? How often do we not even feel comfortable sharing our needs? Yeah. You know, And like you said, we get to the contents and we argue the content. And we sh- you share these feelings, these deep, dark, quote-unquote, dark feelings, right, that you have that you're afraid to share. Then your relationship, then if the person validates you, that really is the key, right? Is what Mm -hmm. it comes down to. That's how, because it's not just a one-sided thing, right? You can't just share your feelings. And if the other person says, I don't care, that's kind of the fork in the road going so that we're not going to be a relationship anymore. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. If you you, you bear your heart and soul and then they're like, yeah, so what? Or I'm worried I'm not, you know, valuable enough. They're like, you're right, you're not. Right. Then like, that's (laughs) another podcast. (laughs) That solves itself. Um, But yeah, so then the other part of how do you then make these things strengths of yours is is you know your individual responsibility to share your feelings to to maybe leave the content on the side to be vulnerable to share your needs your feelings your worries but then as the person who's hearing them the other responsibility is to connect to those and in like coco one of the things that coco always says that i think is really something we could learn to live with make our lives better in general is how is that true right because if you're in a fight about content and then the person starts sharing their feelings, it could be easy to be in the like, my armor's up and like, well, no, you shouldn't feel that way because of this. Yeah. And you shouldn't if you ever, feel if you that. Ever, if you ever say the phrase, you shouldn't feel that way because. Right. Just just do yourself a favor and, and just. Stop. Stop. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> do yourself a favor. Do anyone in your life a favor. And don't ever say that. Um, it, we have our feelings. They're kind of yes. like. You know, why does your foot hurt when it got broken? Because feet hurt when yes. they get broken. Like, it just, why do people get sad sometimes? Because like, yeah. emotions happen right. in response to stimuli. Mm-hmm. And this happens to be a stimuli that's producing those emotions. Now we have some say over them by our thoughts. Yes. But we can't control them. We're responsible to not for them. Yes. So. Yeah. And so then you need, you, you need, you hear the person share their feelings and you hear what they're saying. Yeah. And then the key is like, this is where the work, right? This is when we talk about like relationships are work. It doesn't just magically happen because on the other side of it, it could be easy if you have a difficulty with defensiveness, which it's, you know, in my past was something that I struggled with, right? To be like, Oh, you're saying you feel sad because of X, Y, and Z. And I go, well, you're saying I'm a bad person because I'm making you sad. Right. <laughs> but putting that on the side, the work is to like, to soothe yourself, but then to connect to that person's vulnerability and to connect to their difficulties. And yeah, their to stay struggles. connected with them. Yes. Um, yeah, because like people might get defensive, or mm-hmm. they might feel like I don't cognitively comprehend why, mm-hmm. and you don't you don't have to. You could just hear that they feel that way. Yeah, and just plug into that bodily feeling. Yeah. That the person has, which is another thing I think that we don't do a good job of, is like feel like literally in our body feeling our emotion mm-hmm. you know what i mean we tend to intellectualize our emotions and i think that gets in the way of these taking these struggles these things that become you know uh bonding points for you is to intellectualize your feelings but if you really feel those feelings like if i see coco cry right or i see coco really share herself like to allow myself to be impacted by that to have this kind of lived, felt sense of your emotions. Absolutely. Rather than like, she is sad, she yeah. is experiencing her, the emotions, sorrow. Her lips are turning down, that is a frown. Yeah. And I should rub her arm now. Yeah. Please administer forearm rubs right. once she's received those. <laughs> Say the words, I'm sorry you feel that way. You know, like, yeah. and like, yes, there are certain things that we can learn skills. Sure. Like, there are social sure. skills, there are skills there are for listening. But I think also, like to empathize, which is to feel the emotion and and to be like tuned into their emotion, mm-hmm. and then you can share how you feel in response. And I think another thing too, though, is to problem solve the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we were saying in the very beginning about like your emotions are information. Yeah. Like 
even if like feeling sad or anxious, those aren't fun emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, they're information. But by like getting into them, mm-hmm. like sitting down into them, putting them on, and verbalizing them or articulating them, that's how sometimes we go, well, why is it so important for me to have my house that I purchased with you? Yeah. And, and like, then you experience the feelings of, um, I mean, because I think about it, there's a, a thousand different reasons why that could be some important to someone. Absolutely. Wildly Absolutely. different reasons. Yes. I mean, like, there's literally an infinite number of reasons why mm-hmm. that could be important to somebody. Mm-hmm. So even if you're like, I feel sad if I don't buy a house with you. Well, there's a million reasons you could feel sad about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And by getting in touch with those feelings, we're back to that sense of awareness. Yeah. That's when the two of you do that. So, like, I become aware of my feelings. Mm-hmm. I become extremely courageous and yeah. strong to take the risk to be vulnerable and share that with my partner. Mm-hmm. Now he has that, or she or they yeah. have that data. Yeah. Um, and then you can also share your emotions and thoughts and needs, your data yeah, and, that, and response. And that bravery, which I think is a really good word, that courage, right? Because it takes a lot of courage to do that oftentimes can stimulate the courage of another person. Mm-hmm, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? When you see someone do something right or something difficult or something brave, it can make the other person feel like, oh, I can do that too, or I want to do that, or I want to contribute to that. And then that awareness, you take... And that's the other thing, right? A lot of times, these difficult times in relationships is sometimes you both have to put in effort to be the one to jump first. Yeah. Because you can't necessarily have a situation which can often happen, which is... A stalemate. Where, where the one one person is always the jumper. Oh, yeah. And the other person is like, well, I'm going to sit here. I'm aware of my feelings. You said be aware. I'm totally aware. <laughs> I'm totally aware of them, but I'm not sharing them until you make it safe to do that by you jumping. Yeah, don't and, play reindeer games. Right, and then you jump, and then now I'll jump. And then I think... Or both of you mm-hmm. don't trust that the other person will jump in yes. response, or like that they'll... <clears throat> Respond positively if you jump. Yeah. And so then you're like, I ain't jumping. Yeah. And you're like, I ain't jumping. And then I ain't jumping. And then, like, where does that. Because, and that's a scary thing. That's why it requires courage. Mm Because what if you share your heart and they don't love you? What if you tell, show them, like, the bottom of your heart and they don't love you in response? Or they go, yeah, you know what? You are lame. Or, like, I don't, I don't care for that. Or, like, yeah, you're, you're dumb. Or you know what you are pathetic, or you you aren't as good as I thought you were. Mm-hmm. But like, it's it's nice to be like, and I talked about this in my YouTube video. Like, it's mm-hmm. nice to to put forth something that you think is pleasant and people like you. Yeah. But it's incredible to put forth all of you and to be loved. Yeah, which is a great point. To be loved for those things that are not the checkbox that you put on your dating profile. Yeah. You know what I mean? To be loved for those things that other people may not like or maybe some people think are annoying or they think Or are, maybe they're like legitimately something that's not great about you yeah. that you're working on. Absolutely. To be like, and not be like, oh, I celebrate the fact that you, you know, have this major issue in yeah, your you life. Yeah, you should just do it more. I love you more because... No, you, no. yeah, but like, <laughs> but, but they, they see the struggle and they also see your strength and your your courage in facing it and they believe in you and um, they too struggle sometimes or mm-hmm. to be loved in that way. And I think that's the stuff that turns a relationship's challenge yeah. into those, we are infinitely closer. Yeah, and that's like like you were saying, like we started this conversation off, that is how these things become opportunities and mm-hmm. become the things that because you do it, right? And then the the trust that is gained from sharing yourself, connecting with the other person, receiving love and acceptance for things that we don't want to share or that maybe we're afraid are We think are the bad, things that would be least likely to be accepted absolutely and loved. Makes it that much more powerful. And that's how cuz it's like like we're saying, it's easy quote unquote easy to to be in a relationship and be happy when the other person just loves everything about you. 
right? And that's typically what happens when we first get together, right? We're right, infatuated they, and yeah. we don't really know each other and we're all We overlook on, the, yes. the stupid stuff. We don't have to deal with it all the time. And we put on our and, best foot forward. Yes, exactly. And, but then that's why, that's why falling in love is so easy. But the like maintaining love over an extended period of time is work because the things we've been talking about this whole podcast about doing these things takes effort and it's hard. But you do them and it builds trust and it makes it easier to do it down the road you know it makes it easier and then and then you have less of those forks in the road where the relationship is going to end and it's just more of a little thing you deal with and you deal with it and you and you you have this blueprint that you can carry with you throughout the rest of your relationship yeah and that's how it becomes such an opportunity well it's kind of like too that you you like trusted each other to some extent yeah and then you go through that and you're like whoa and then you Take those risks. Mm-hmm. You're like, here's all of me, including the parts that I'm so afraid to even acknowledge to myself, but much less. I mean, it, who are the hardest people to show this to? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's one thing, like, if you have, like, a blog yeah, right, on that Tumblr that, in the ether, and right. no one knows it's you. When right. you write your, like, if someone's like, you're dumb, you're like, you don't even know who I am. Right. But to show those parts of your, which which is still amazing and useful, like writing these yes. things, putting them out there, putting your thoughts and feelings into words, this is, has tremendous value. And it is taking a risk because if someone writes on your blog that you're a moron, that is, it's yes. not awesome. Um, and so you're, you're being courageous and that's important. But what I'm trying to say is that the greatest risk mm-hmm. is showing the most important people yes. the worst parts of you. That is, that really is the risk, right? Isn't that true? I mean, that's, what do we, the thing that human beings probably do the most to make their life difficult is, in relationships, is hide who you are, you know, mm-hmm. to like hide and not, and, and because going back to what we said before, we feel like it's, we're supposed to be perfect, you know, and that or, the relationship Or whether you feel like you're be, supposed to be perfect, but you're afraid that if you don't meet the other person's expectations mm-hmm. for who you are, yep. then you won't be loved. Yeah. Like, it is, it's not possible that this person that is so important to me will conditionally love me. Yeah. If I lose my job, they'll leave me. If I, you know, do this, they're going to get sick of me. If I'm not like this anymore, then they're not going to like me. Yeah. If I quit my high-paying job and go back to school, they're going to like bail on me or yep. think I'm a loser. Or um, if I struggle with this, they're going to think I'm dumb. Or if I admit that I'm having this, they're going to think I'm less of a man or a woman. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if I, if I, you know, can't do this, then, you know, and, and we don't want to disappoint them. Yeah. We don't want to let them down. We, and we, we struggle to accept those parts of ourselves. Absolutely. So, it's really hard to, which is normal, like mm-hmm. we all do that. But like, how then could you imagine that someone else would see them and love them? Yeah, that's a good point, right? I didn't think of that, but that's a very good point. Of there's some some level of acceptance of your own issues yep. that that you need to have. Not that you need to like be happy about them, or, or like accept them and not work on them. Right, exactly. Like, you but, can accept them while you're working on them. Right. Some some acceptance of these issues in the sense of I'm still a worthwhile person. You know what I mean? Exactly. And so you can, you need to have a little bit of that before you can like share that and get that from the other person. You know? And let them see all of you so that you can love all of you. And so that you can become bonded and and then look back on these difficult times and go, man, we were crazy. (laughs) We were dumbasses. (laughs) We were so dumb. I can't believe that you did did this and then I did this and oh my, remember the day that, oh jeez. Yeah, and then you, but then, but then it is, it's, it's the scar on your hand from a football injury or something, you know what I mean? It's, it's just these things that you look at and go, that there's beauty in having done that and having been those people. Mm-hmm. And looking back on it and appreciating it. And, and don't it. say there's beauty in it while you're <coughs> acting like a jerk. Yeah, like there's right. beauty in this. Right. You'll appreciate this someday. <laughs> you will. Someday you will be so happy. We stayed up till six in the morning on a work night, acting really belligerent. <laughs> no, but 
don't embrace your belligerence for the sake no, of memories. No, that's not it. Because they only become that with commitment by both people to trying to be... Loving and compassionate to each other. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and that's the thing is like... And I think this is it, it works for facing your own challenges too. Because mm-hmm. you can be aware of your emotions and feelings and needs. Mm-hmm. And then instead of communicating them to someone else, but communicate them to yourself, yeah. to see them, and then to, to love and accept them mm-hmm. yourself, even if you have these things. Yeah. And then use that data to make choices. Um, but also, the, like I know like in our marriage, we've been mm-hmm. together for, we've been married for nine years. And we've been together for twelve. Yeah, and you thought almost. You thought I was, I was definitely. I was definitely looking at Coco going. Is she going to remember how of long? Of course I remember. Of course she will. You always thought I forget your birthday. I'm like, I've never forgotten your birthday. You're like, do you know my birthday? I'm That's like, my issue that I'm growing on is to trust that Coco. Can't can remember dates. <laughs> um, don't trust that too well because I will not remember <laughs> dates real. But um, you know, so we've been together for twelve years. Mm-hmm. Thirteen years this Christmas. Uh, what year is it? Twenty seventeen? No, twelve years is Christmas. Twelve years is Christmas, and looking back on those times, as hard as they were, I think also gives me faith mm-hmm. about you know if something comes up in the future, which things will. Of course, we change over time. And, and, well, and Absolutely. circumstances change. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Like life circumstances change. Just like that. I feel much more faith and confidence that even if things get hairy mm-hmm. and and like rickety and rocky and scary and uncertain that we can navigate that because we've navigated things yes. before yeah yeah absolutely you learn how to net na- their tools like you said they're skills you learn to then apply to future things that'll be difficult and you have trust in yourself your partner but also that like I think one of the big things about anxiety in general mm-hmm. is this idea that this imagined event is intolerable, yeah. um, insurmountable. If that happens, it will be the end of the universe as we know it, and I have to avoid it at all costs. Absolutely. And so sometimes, you know, that's the thing with exposure therapy and stuff yeah. like that. Like, look, it happened. It wasn't fun. Right. It was not great. <laughs> it was very unpleasant, but we're standing and in fact if you navigated well and i know for us we were a, we were incredible we were a great couple before yeah we've had like like years ago like really rough points and stuff absolutely like that. we are stupidly happy yeah and that, i think it's a good point you don't realize before you do these things and before you throw yourself into the fire to try to come out on the other side the how much better it is when you do you know what i mean it's it's not just okay we coped with that and now we're back to being happy you know what i mean it's like no like you reach a different level yes by going through these things you're, you're a little bit transformed we're not the same yes and and you're st- for the better. stronger in such a better way yes that i think a lot of times we can think of, oh, you know, we can think of, okay, yeah, of course relationships have difficult times. You cope with them, and then you go back to being happy. And it's like, no, it's not like you survive them, and then you go back to what you were before. It's like there is an alchemical process to that where you go through it, and then you come out on the other side of this thing in a level that you couldn't imagine before. Yes, and, and like... It could be alchemical for the worse, but like, mm-hmm. yes. but if you do these things in terms of being aware of your feelings and needs, sharing them in a vulnerable manner, mm-hmm. not a demanding or declarative or whatever manner, and you listen with an open heart to one another mm-hmm. and validate and share your heart in return, like through that process, that's where there is that that emotional intimacy. Yeah. You know each other better. Yeah you become like literally closer. Like mm-hmm. you brought them into this like inner chamber of your heart and these like yeah. little quiet um, hidden moments that you're like, oh no. And then you share them and you're like, wow, you picked them up and kissed them. Yeah. And that's amazing. And you feel loved in new ways and they know you in new ways. And you trust, mm-hmm. I mean, you, to trust someone, like you're like, how do you build trust? You know, right. 
you can some people like trust like I trust until proven otherwise but like trust can go up and can Absolutely. go down and these are new types of trust that you have in someone yeah yeah it's intimacy really yes. you know what I mean it's, yeah it's you know that word you know so many of words that we use in relationships and mental health and psych yeah have like, like eight blah, million blah, blah, blah. that we say intimacy and everybody is thinking a different thing yes but like in my experience and half the people are thinking about sex yes, yes <laughs> half of them are <laughs> um but like in my experience of the world something that i didn't realize as a younger man and then growing and going through these things and you know our relationship getting deeper and stronger and all that is like there is a level of uh, to like know what that word have a feel, a felt sense of what intimacy yeah. is. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like not just going, well, intimacy is you have sexual relations and you can fart in front of this person, right? Like, like which is pretty intimate. Which it is pretty <laughs> intimate. But like to have again that that felt sense, that like opening our body up to like this warm, this this feeling for me is like this warm feeling in my chest and in my stomach of like safety and happiness. You know, mm -hmm. and have that, and that only comes through. Like expanse and yeah, expanse and and not only comes through because happiness, happy times matter. Yes, yes, yes. But are, sometimes is is really made obvious and and whole by going through these difficult times, mm -hmm. these opportunities, like you call them, these opportunities to have that higher level of intimacy and happiness. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, which I think that'd be a good podcast or like a stream to talk about, which is. Um, challenges as opportunities. Absolutely. And like hard times as opportunities. Because it's like, you're like, oh, that sounds like such positive mumbo jumbo BS. <laughs> yeah, right. And and like, and that's the thing is that it's, challenges are difficult times or hard times. They, whether it's an opportunity, but they force upon us some level of change. Yeah. So like, yeah. it's like life being like, guess what? MFR. It's not going to be the same after this. We're, you don't know how it's not going to be the same, but it ain't going to be the we're same. We're shaking things up. Yeah. You know, like whether you're like, I'm, it's a emotional thing. Like you're suddenly like having a lot of sorrow or anxiety or life circumstances change your job or you have to move or finances or whatever it is, like your relationship transforms. Um, the, it's these challenges, these difficulties force some level of change upon us absolutely and we can choose to be victims to that mm -hmm. and just kind of like uh just hunker down or like no or just or we can say okay well let's see what can i do about this yeah like even if you can't be like and i magically have my job back of course right. you can't do that <laughs> right like or if your like spouse you know leaves or mm -hmm. passes away or family member moves across the country or something like you can't control those things and if you try to control people in those ways you need to stop doing that that's Absolutely. not healthy behavior yes. <laughs> um but there are things you can do within the space mm -hmm. and those are the opportunities yeah right yeah it, it that's a good point that it, it's giving you a chance life gives you a chance sometimes to make things the way you want them to be mm -hmm. you know to to have to give you an opportunity you know sometimes happiness can be complacency you know what i mean and you can easily get complacent in a happy space and sometimes we need these difficult times to to challenge something in ourselves that we didn't need to know we challenge we needed to challenge yeah that you right because there's a difference between contentment like there are times in life where you're riding it out yes. and, it, and that's good yes. and you should mm -hmm. and you don't need to be like ripping everything out of your shoes yes. all the time because yes. that's it's another problem <laughs> yes um you know, but 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 sometimes these things, it's kind of like the um, tower card in the tarot deck, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes things need to be um, kind of brought down to the, the the base of what it was to be rebuilt better. Absolutely. And, um, but you can just choose to let things be turned to rubble and then you not build anything. Absolutely. Um, so build together. Build together. Spiral up. Spiral up. And it does produce that, right? Like, if you take the leap and the other person leaps and it works out and you guys are emotionally connected and you ha go through this rough time and it's a great thing, it leads to happier feelings and more trust, which then, when more difficult times come up, you're working with a base of happier feelings and more trust. And, it, and it's easier, to, it's easier. To, to go, 
hey, I have this emotion yes. that I'm not super proud of, or yeah. like, or I'm afraid um, you won't like, or you'll just, you know, mm-hmm. or I, I don't even know. I'm sure that I feel comfortable with how I feel about this. And, yeah, you know, you're like, you'll know it's like okay, but you know, it's not all kumbaya. Like, you can. It takes two to do this. Yes. You could be doing everything according to the textbook of relationships Absolutely. that doesn't exist. And um, if the closest book I think that comes to that is the Dr. Sue Johnson, Hold Me Tight, which yes, talks a lot about this stuff. Yes, it's a fantastic book. And um, Holler to, um, to Jeff Hickey. Yes, to Jeff Hickey, uh, the man. An, an incredible uh, marriage and family therapist. Yes. Um, but it takes two to do this. Absolutely. Um, it's not a magical thing. Um, we can't expect ourselves to act however we want and the other person will be perfect and make it work. And sometimes we do our best and we do really brilliantly and the other person chooses not to or they can be a toxic chicken and act a fool regardless and yeah. that's that's an impasse too. Yeah. But a lot of times when the two of you put in the work to bear your heart and connect, mm-hmm. that's the stuff of magic. Absolutely. And... I think it's also important to note that, like, sometimes you, in, in certain relationships, sometimes the other person isn't going to go the other way, right? Yeah. And they're not going to change, and they're going to be a toxic chicken, and they're going to run around your house and be a toxic, crazy chicken tearing up your stuff, right? Crap know, it do everywhere. Do chickens tear up stuff? I don't know, but let's pretend they do. Mm-hmm. So they may do this, but those are also opportunities, if the relationship ends, to grow from that too yeah you know and that maybe then you get with a person that is the one who's not a toxic chicken and you guys connect and, and they you do still had practice on bearing your heart absolutely and you could practice that on some point of setting boundaries or ending that relationship and you're like wow that took a lot of bravery and courage of myself absolutely and that was all growth mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that was then that was part of your opportunity yep absolutely so well, thank you for um, being a part of our first podcast. First podcast. Whoa. Whoa. Um, uh, this is Coco and Cake. Coco and Cake. Our first podcast, number one. Number one. Um, I stream a lot of days of the week on Twitch TV. It's uh, twitch.tv backslash Coco underscore the underscore louder. Yep. Um, Death Cake often is on there. Yes, I'll um, be passing by or sometimes we've done guest streams. Yeah. I've been a guest streamer. And so um, I have a doctorate in clinical psychology. Um, I also belly dance. So yes. most we do our streams about relationships, mental health and wellness, and take Q&As all the time from folks. Indeed. And we have a very loving community. Yes. And Death Cake's a criminal forensic neuropsychologist. That's me. And a clinical neuropsychologist. So he'll come on from time to time and ask, answer questions related to his specialties and expertise. But And where can they find you on Twitter? Oh, on Twitter. It is um, something. <laughs> Great. It is... <laughs> Coco the louder, but I don't know what my thing uh, is. Is it Coco underscore the underscore louder? You're one of the great people who've got all the same names across. I, I try to do that. It's so. also on my uh, Twitter, Twitch though. Yes. But anyways, anyways, I love you guys. Thank you so much for hanging out. Thank you. I hope you have a wonderful day. If anyone has any questions or topics that you'd like me to cover, um, go ahead and DM me on Twitter or just tweet at me. Yep. And thank you so much. Have a good one. Have a good one. See you later. Love you. Bye.